This is a Radio 191 FM podcast. Yes, it is. It's a podcast and you love it. The Statistics Act of 1975 has governed how Aotearoa collects and uses data for the past few decades. However, our modern use of computers and new forms of data collection have potentially left the bill behind. A new bill was introduced to Parliament late last year, one which would alter how we interact with our data collection nationally. Last week, the new Data and Statistics Bill passed its third reading, so today we have Research Associate Professor Gabrielle Davian to explain why this new bill has been introduced and what it could mean for the way we collect data. Kia ora, Gabrielle. Kia ora. In 1975, a law passed in Aotearoa enabling national data collection from individuals. This data, including information about race, age and finances, has been used in conjunction with the development of computers and evolved data collection methods to guide policy, influence public services and even predict how people might behave in the future. Do you think the way we use and collect data modernly is competently managed within the Statistics Act of 1975? I can't comment. I haven't been following the details of the Statistics Act, but I did... um I do realise that it needed to be updated. In terms of whether statistics are um, managed competently, um, I do think that StatsNZ is doing a great job of um, balancing the needs and the desires of um, researchers, including government, but also balancing um, the feedback from individuals and interested groups and affected parties. Such, Yeah. What sort of interaction have you had with the data collection bill and other forms of data collection as a researcher? I haven't had any um, direct interaction in terms of um, the bill. I've more been, um, I'm more of a a user of um, the data and the, um, in particular, the integrated data infrastructure that Stats New Zealand have set up that... um, enables researchers to um, analyse administrative data um, while also protecting um, the rights of individuals in terms of um, having data um, de-identified. Is there anything you've seen on that IDI base that you feel is, is something that shouldn't be available to the public or is there anything that you would like to see available to the public? Um. I think the the IDI so for the this the integrated data infrastructure um, does contain a lot of information um, in terms of what should or shouldn't be available. I mean, I guess it's not it's available in a sense to the public, but yet there are many levels of um, getting access to the data and um, so many levels of making it safe for in terms of, you know, you need particular project approval, you need uh, approval for, they need to be safe researchers, you need to be in a safe space, and even the output has to be confidentialised in such a way. So um, it's not really available to the general public, Um, yeah. Craig Jones from Stats NZ described that the new bill intended to keep the legislation up to play with modern practices. Can you explain some of the changes this new bill will usher in, to the best of your knowledge, and how these align with, as Joan describes, modern practices? Oh, not really. I'm not particularly skilled up to answer that question, sorry. 
No worries, that's no problem. Um, do you have any idea what data will potentially be collected that doesn't fit in the remit for the use of official statistics, as is the change that the bill's bringing in? Um, I think there were some issues that this... I mean, obviously things have changed hugely in the way that um, data is collected um, even in the last five years, let alone since sort of 1975. And I think that um, the... Bill from 19, the even the concept of being able to probabilistically link data between government agencies was something that was not on the radar back in 1975, and that is something that um, the government and you know and researchers is keen to have happen because we can answer so many more questions with um, data that's been linked across sort of government agencies, bearing you know linked but then de-identified and analysed in a way that we can make um, uh, sort of uh, determine research findings for groups of people um, or sort of, you know, what the average um, result might be rather than specifically for individuals. And can you talk about some of these positive projects that have come out of the the ability to access this large-scale data anonymously? Yeah, there have been quite a range of projects, um, some led by government, a number led by um, universities and private research organisations. Um, a couple of projects that I've been involved in, um, one we were looking at the impact of injury on older adults and just looking at what effect that had on them um, going forward sort of over the next couple of the sort of two to three years and I think we're really fortunate in New Zealand to have a system like a scheme like ACC but um, our research showed that even with ACC um, older adults had reduced total income even three years on from their injury um, so just being able to find out things like that where we've um, been able to utilize the ACC database but also the IRD's income records as well and to be able to analyze those at the same time that was a f***ing Radio 1 podcast, mate. There's heaps more at r1.co.nz.